When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Miracle Moment. This is the new mommy season that will absolutely rock your world, up-level your mama game, and skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Ray Ireland, and brand new mama. Like every new mama out there, I enjoyed those quiet, precious moments of those first few months. But after that, there was this stirring in my heart to lean back into business and activate my entrepreneurial brain. I went into a business partnership with a financially failing podcast production company and turned it into a multi-six-figure production house with over 65 million downloads in just a few months. It's been a roller coaster, and I've learned some unforgettable lessons. As a mompreneur, I know how challenging it can be to balance work, family, and self-care and still see the everyday miracles. So each week, I'll share stories of women who have defied the odds to pursue their dreams of motherhood while also building successful businesses. This show will open your eyes so you can see the miracles around you. With more awareness, more miracles will show up. Light a fire in your soul, mamas. You deserve it. During my pregnancy, I found I tended to go within. I withdrew from community. Sammy and I moved up to L.A. It was a deepening of our relationship in the beginning of our family. But I also released some relationships and just I wasn't practicing. It wasn't in the forefront of my mind to be deepening my friendships during the pregnancy. But I found that as I got closer and closer to the birth, I realized how that was something that I really missed and something that I would regret later down the line if I was to continue in that trajectory. And I started to really reconnect with the importance of community around the experience of childbirth and family creation. And everything started to shift. We moved back to San Diego. We got our friends and family involved with some key celebration moments, but also in the game plan of what was going to be happening as we welcomed this new soul into our family and in onto the planet. And Really having community there and getting that intuitive hit like, hey, I need to actually put out some effort and some energy to rekindle these relationships that I had contracted away from. And of course, my closest friends were there with me throughout the whole thing. But that feeling of community, not just one or two other people that you rely on, but really an entire network, it almost reminds me of mycelium and mushrooms and how connected they are and how much they support each other's vitality through the membrane that connects all of the mycelium together. And so we're very similar as humans. So this episode is all about really discussing the importance of community during childbirth. And I'll share some ways that we saw this come to fruition in our journey. So one of the first pieces I wanted to talk about is emotional support. This is 
<laughs> I almost don't even need to say it because clearly it's an emotional journey being pregnant and bringing a child into the planet. And as emotional as it is, you just need that support. The presence of a supportive community can really just provide some reassurance and help reduce stress. And that comes in the form of your partner, family, friends, doulas, hired support, therapists, doctors, whatever that looks like to really create that comforting encouragement. I do know about the Free Birth Society and this whole like free birth experience where a woman is really like solo in her experience of childbirth. And I have actually a close friend who had great success with it and really enjoyed that process. And I also have to say that I personally just cannot even imagine not having at least one other person there, especially another woman there in that journey. So this is really speaking to my experience. And I know others feel really empowered in going in that like solo warrior-esque mama activation. So one other thing that I thought was so cool as we rekindled community support around us was just this shared wisdom. I was able to really talk with other experienced moms or even childbirth educators in the community, and I got to hear their wisdom and advice. And I felt this important piece of like lineage of knowledge and traditions being passed down. There were things that I read in books and podcasts and stuff, but there's just something different when someone, especially another woman who's been through the experience, can look you in the eyes or grab your hand and say, this is the journey that you're about to go on and just give a few pieces of wisdom. It goes to say there's also the practical help that comes in. There's so much stuff that needs to be done and also so many ways in which a new mom needs help. I think to some women that do this solo and maybe don't have a partner and it's, wow, that is a lot. So you'll have to check out a different episode <laughs> to talk about that because I have a partner and I have family and it still felt a lot in terms of just the practical help that I needed. Everything from like household tasks to providing meals after the birth. There's community initiatives and support groups that can assist with childcare afterwards or, or even during labor if you have other siblings. We found it so incredibly helpful to have a meal train. And this was just like a plan. And my best friend took it upon herself. She was like, what can I help you with? And I was like, honestly, if you could help me organize the meal train, because at the point of like almost giving birth, I was so exhausted, I couldn't even organize it. So just to have her step in and organize the meal train in which we thought, okay, we're going to try and stay indoors for 40 days. If you haven't heard that episode about how we actually did that, we stayed inside for 40 days for the fourth trimester. Go check out that other episode. I think it was a few back. Then what we can do is we can make a lot of frozen food. So we did a ton of soups that we just froze in the freezer. And again, I had a soup making party. Like I had women come over and just make a ton of soup. So that way we were prepared and stock up on the groceries and all of that. And then we said, okay, if there's 40 nights, like 40 dinners, then if we could just get 40 people to do one night or even it, maybe it was 20 people to do two meals, 
Like that's actually not asking that much. And it makes such a big impact. And that was one of the coolest ways that we really received a lot of practical help from our community during that time. There's also advocacy pieces, just having people around you in your corner to advocate for your birth plan and your wishes, especially in a medical setting. Like we had my doula there and also Sammy to really support me in talking to the doctors and nurses. It would have been really challenging if I didn't have them. But I just think that having a supportive community that is so connected with you so they know your values and they would know how you would make a decision in the case in which you're not able to make it is just so helpful. Also can help uphold your desires around childbirth and after childbirth, even your desires if someone comes over to watch your baby. How would they can think how would she want her baby to be treated? How would she want her baby to be going down for a nap or things like that? There's so many different ways of doing everything from pregnancy to birth to parenting that we can't really harp too much on what is the one best way. At least I'm not going to here. And I think the one best thing that we can do is listen to the mom because she has this intuitive knowledge with the baby in terms of how and what is best for the baby. And so having a supportive community that understands the mom's wishes and values is that is invaluable in itself. And then on the other side of things, I thought it was really interesting when I did start to open more into community was I was actually able to explore all the different ways, cultural practices, parenting ways, mothering ways in which we do things. And I got to see wow, even though I've done all this research and this is what feels best for me, something else can feel best to another woman. And it really helped open my perspective and my horizons because I was able to just see how other people do things differently. And in some ways I got inspired. In some ways I realized what I was doing was actually more challenging. So I switched. It was just really cool. And that's something that if you're stuck in your little bubble during the journey, you might miss out on actually some ways that you can do the pregnancy or the childbirth or the parenting you can do them in ways that are actually even better so that was super cool hey there fabulous mamapreneurs i've got something super special for you introducing giggles and growth hilarious reflection prompts for the mamapreneur so just picture this you're journaling your way through prompts that have you giggling and reflecting like never before. Ever wondered what your business would say if it could talk? Or how about sharing the funniest thing your kids have ever said about your work? But here's the best part. These prompts aren't just about having a good laugh. They're an incredible investment in yourself and your journey as a mompreneur. Taking time for giggles and growth means giving yourself the gift of self-discovery, clarity, and personal growth. As you reflect on these entertaining prompts, you'll gain valuable insights into your business, your role as a mom and as an entrepreneur, and even find hidden gems of wisdom. And the cherry on top? It's absolutely free. No cost, no catch, just a joy-filled opportunity to embrace laughter while empowering yourself. So what are you waiting for? Unleash your laughter and embrace the growth with giggles and growth. 
Click the link in the show notes or visit www.rayireland.com slash giggles dash and dash growth to grab your copy now. Let's make your entrepreneurial journey even more fabulous. Get your giggles and growth freebie today, mamas. You deserve it. Obviously, having a supportive community around you will support your mental health. And as a mom who has struggled a bit with some postpartum depression, especially in the later months, it didn't hit me until about 11 months, until Rafa was 11 months or a year old, I started to feel a little bit of that postpartum mental health. And I realized like during that journey how important community was. I think I did isolate myself for about the first week where I was feeling some like struggles. But as soon as I remembered, oh wait, I have a community around me. Let's lean into them. It was incredible how my problems got solved literally through the community. I had people say, hey, like you might be low on minerals or hey, let me come over and watch your baby so you can take an extra nap. Clearly you need to catch up on sleep. Or, hey, have you tried this resource or that or this book? And I just felt so supported. And during those lows are the times where it's so important to have good people around you. Of course, it's fun to have a supportive community around you when you're having parties and celebrations and all of that. But during these moments where things are challenging and it feels like your hands are strapped behind your back, the importance of community cannot be stressed enough. And that's something that you build before that time comes, right? These are friendships that you get to pour into and give your all and show up in the way that you are hoping they'll show up for you. I already shared this, but you know, just the experience of being able to share resources as well is so helpful. And I mean, this is so wide ranging from tools to finances to having questions solved to having access to certain professionals, whether it be like health professionals or finance professionals or whatever, sharing resources is so key. And I think our time is limited here and our time with our babies and our families are limited. So the less research you have to do, when you have these trusted resources, you can go right to them. So there's also that like continuity of care that I think a supportive community can provide. And I want to share all of these pieces with you, not just to share how you can get support, but also how you can show up as support. And so this is actually a great episode for friends of people that are pregnant, of women that are pregnant, friends of new moms, because this can show you how you can show up. And you might be listening to this and thinking, hey, I want that kind of supportive community. Well, first step is for you to actually be that type of supportive community, be that type of supportive friend for someone else. And that is how it'll come full circle. And I think it's also how we could really change the world because there are so many moms that are going through these experiences, really, really struggling, not being able to soak in the beauty and the magic of their baby because they are so worried and so stressed and so isolated. And I think that this could really shift the trajectory of the planet and humanity because those first stages of a child's life are so important to have the mother's attention 
and love and to have her focus all of her energy on the baby's needs. But she can't if she does not have this type of support. And so when the community steps in, we're actually doing a service to the full evolution of humanity because it allows the proper bonding and safety and trust to be established in that child's life from the first days, the first year, the first months in which they're on the planet. So it might seem like you're just helping mama or you're just helping the family or you're just helping the baby. But I want to also show you like how big of a difference this can be in someone's life. It's just incredible. And I think we can normalize these types of conversations and support. I know when I share the support that I got around even having the meal plans set up and then having really all 40 days and beyond had meals delivered to us, people are just like, oh, wow, that's a lot. Or that seems like a lot. Wasn't that so much to organize or all this stuff? And honestly, it, it wasn't. It was exactly what we needed. We even had friends come over and help clean the house. Family members come and babysit. And we really had just friends and family babysit almost the first entire year. And that was such a beautiful thing because I knew that whenever Rafa was getting watched by someone other than me or Sammy, I knew that he was getting love too. It wasn't just someone random who's looking for like a side gig. <laughs> oh, and, and also there's amazing nannies and people out there. And I realize that I say this all from an extremely privileged space. But it also is something that I really want to normalize. I want this to be a normal thing that women can speak on and say, yes, I got this kind of support and also say, yes, and I was there for someone in that type of way as well. There's just something that really can bond a community because it's not just the family that goes through a shift and a change. If you're a friend, if you're a close friend, especially my best friends, they shifted tremendously while I gave birth because it's a step for all of us. Like I like to say in the business world, we talk about all ships rising with the tide when you're supporting and uplifting other people that are on your team or your clients and stuff. Like we get to all grow together. And same thing goes as children come into these families and into these communities. The role of the community gets to foster these bonds through these shared experiences and support in the postpartum period. And it's just so cool because we can honor the birth process. We can honor the start of life. We can honor life in itself, which is love, is creation. And it is just such a blessing to so many people. So the last thing that I'll say is don't be selfish, mamas. Don't be selfish in saying, I don't need that support. I'm not going to ask for it because when you ask and someone gets to show up for you, that's a gift as well for them. I always feel so grateful, so blessed when a friend calls me needing support. I'm happy and excited to step up because I know that I get to be that person and I get to help see their day get better. And that's what you get to do as well when you ask for support, when you ask for help. So it's a bit of a different perspective. But I have to talk about it because I think so often we get into this mama zone, like this super mama, I can do it all and I'll do it all by myself. And let me tell you, I've been trying and it keeps not working. I keep trying 
I keep getting burned out. Like it's not the way. And I think we've seen moms do that. And what are we trying to do here, ladies? Let's lean in. Let's support each other. Let's like lean into the softness and the surrender that we do need support during this time period of childbirth and child raising. And let's just be here for each other, right? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So I hope this inspires you and I will see you on the next episode. Hey, mamas, that's a wrap for another epic episode on Miracle Moment, the new mommy season. Catch me on the internet at Ray Ireland sharing this wild mamapreneur life. And don't forget to check out www.rayireland.com slash freebies for all the resources and support while building your soul-aligned business. Are you feeling the miracles coming your way? Stay blessed, ride this miracle vibe all day long, and remember, it's all about the journey. Catch you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.